Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I'm Josh Peck. And I'm Ben Soffer. And, and we're, we're the, the good, good guys. guys. There's a lot of guys out there. And we're the good ones. Live from New York, it's Josh Peck. <laughs> Woo! I came to you. You did. Thank God, honestly. Like, the bills on these airlines are racking up. Yeah, it's insane. Recording from New York downtown really downtown i don't really know where we are but i feel like you don't come this downtown no never never in my life you don't go this south no i don't go this south no i like to stay between 34th and 72nd east side of manhattan feel very comfortable there yeah midtown baby and anytime i come down here it's late at night i plugged it into an uber and you know you don't really know where you are anyways right what is downtown service for you good food is it nightlife nightlife yeah, New York nightlife. It's the time where you want to lose yourself. Mm. You come down here, you just take a couple of shots. Yes. Drink a couple of spritzes, enjoy your life. Maybe experiment with, no, 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 we don't do that. Harder substances. We don't do that. We don't do that. Maybe uh, Delta 8. Hey, let's take a <laughs> poll because I've heard some mixed things about this Delta 8, but overall I've heard some good things and I'm not going to lie, we've got a couple sponsors interested, but I don't know if it's it's responsible for us to take them. Delta 8. Delta oh, the, 8. Oh, the, oh, that's the weed company. Yes. Weed, weed, weed. Delta but, 8 sounds far harder than weed. It does, right? right? Yeah, I thought you were talking about like one of those new My new antidepressant, pills. sorry. Oh, or that. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, new what pills? I don't know, I feel like every, every couple of years there's a new pink pill that people talk about like yeah. a couple of years ago something called tesla did you hear about this no some kind of like molly ecstasy crazy pink people go nuts interesting yeah i do you know my story of of me doing mdma no <laughs> i had never done it before and as we all know i've had my moments you know dabbling in the in the harder substances and i just remember that i'd had this thing someone gave me it was called a blue lamborghini it was a little blue pill with a Lambo <laughs> on it. <laughs> Lambo on the pill? Yeah, it actually had a Mini Cooper, which I thought was odd. That's no. <laughs> <laughs> and I had this thing and it was just, you know what, Ben? It was burning a hole in my pocket. Mm. And I figured if the, you know, dirtbag chemist who made this had put an expiration date on it, it probably was coming up. Mm. It needed to be done. Mm -hmm. Now, when you think of MDMA, what do you think of? Doing it alone, right? <laughs> Oh my God. So I, Where? In my apartment in oh North Hollywood. Oh my God. <laughs> and I popped that baby and I waited for it to <laughs> wash over me. And after an hour, I wasn't sure whether it was working or not. And so I said, I should probably go to a gentleman's club. <laughs> <laughs> so there I am, 20 years old. 
at the Deja Vu on Coldwater and Sherman Way in North Hollywood. And I literally, I must have been putting out such an energy of like <laughs> sad, sad young man. <laughs> because everyone from Bubbles to Cinnamon was like, baby, are you okay? And I was like, I don't know, mom. I mean, Bubbles, like, I don't know. And I just sat there. I didn't do anything. I just sat there and like wondered what was happening in my life. Oh my God. That's the best story I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah. You doing MDMA alone. Yeah. That's crazy. I would have a full blown panic attack. Yeah, you think? That's what happens when I do drugs like that and I'm not in the perfect, perfect zone. I think that's why I never had a real problem with them because they scare me way too much. I never had like, sure, occasionally you'd have the best night of your life. Yes. But most of the time I would just have a crippling anxiety attack. And wish it was all over. What is the perfect zone for you to perhaps dabble? I have not done anything like that in at least a decade. Mm. But the first time I ever did it, I went to the University of Albany. My friend Victor was going to school there. And Chucky, a DJ, was playing. <laughs> and he invited me. It's this like all white t-shirt rave, not race. All, <laughs> <laughs> all white people partying. <laughs> It's really great. All white rave. You know, and, <laughs> upstate New York. I'm not surprised. It's like a different country up there. And uh, we, he's like, yeah, let's go. I'm like, sure. It's great DJ, having a great time. Gets to around midnight. Somebody mm. comes up to us. They're like, you want, you want some Molly? It'll, we'll have a great time. Everything will be so much more fun. Mm. I'm like, you know what? Sure, 18 years old. Why not? Let's try it. How much time is left in this concert? It's yes. like three hours. You have plenty of time. I'm like, okay, great. Took a little Molly. Concert ended 10 minutes later. Yikes. Literally 10 minutes later. You don't want to be on Molly dealing with parking. No, no, no. I'm, <laughs> uh, we're, we're leaving. We're walking in this herd. All of a sudden it kicks in. And I'm like, I just need to dance. Yes. So I'm just like dancing and dancing and dancing. And then ended up, I guess, falling asleep at like five in the morning. But that was my my first time. So any time that I've enjoyed that, it was in just loud, amazing music, tons of people, great vibes. Yes. That's that's the way that alone in an apartment, I, I actually think like, I don't know what would happen to me. The, the anxiety would just cripple me. You know, there's a, a saying in the recovery racket of like, my worst day sober is still better than my best day high. Mm. I disagree. <laughs> 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 I was thinking that sounds like a load of fooey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, I've had, I certainly had some good times. Now it was quickly, they say it would like, it's fun and then fun with problems and then just problems. And that was certainly the case for me. Like within a couple months, it was just problems. Mm -hmm. But those first couple times where I was like, I'm the most charming man in the world. Mm. Like I, it gave me this rocket fuel, but that's the danger, right? Because I confused it. I didn't think I was, I talk about this in my book. I, I didn't think that I was high. I thought I was like finally living because mm. I was unencumbered mm. by, you know, insecurity and, and self-doubt. I understand. Interesting. I right? understand. It is. It yeah, is. Getting personal. Well, I'm happy that you're sober. I'm sober. I'm here with my friend who's got a, a, a alcohol empire. Yep. And we and we can coexist. Yes, we can. In this world of both sobriety and the opposite of sobriety.
What's going on with Spritz Society? I want to hear the comings and goings. I feel like you're taking on every state in our wonderful union. Are we in Alaska yet? The people want to know. We're not. We're not. Alaska, I'm sorry. I just don't think you'll ever get it. No, mm-hmm. stop it. Why it's not? It's so far. It's too far? It's so far. What's that shipping like? Because it, it comes far, on a truck. Far, You can't far, fly in the Spritz? I th- no, by the way, you could. Could it go on a boat? I guess it could go on a boat, right? Really? Yeah. You like could fly a, it. Of course you could fly it, but it's, you all, wanna, it's all expensive. The easiest way to do it is by truck. How long gotcha. would it take to drive to Alaska? I can even drive. I don't even know. You get past Toronto and it's just Yukon. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. I don't it's know. nuts. It's nuts. It's nuts. We're opening Tennessee. Great. The great city of Nashville. I'm really excited. Have you spent wow. any time in Nashville? I have. Okay. Nashville, honky tonkin. So fun. <laughs> so fun. Yes. I mean, I have to just, I was going to. Do it the next I can't day. believe we're this. talking about Nashville. So, <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Hello, no, I'm going to <laughs> Indiana Jones this year. Yeah, that was my attempt at buying a Nashville hat, but I just look like Carmen San Diego. Uh, full disclosure, Ben, when he got here, I was in a bit of traffic, so he sent me a video of the set and how gorgeous it is here. And, and I see that hat on the table, and I said, "Oh, our engineer must be a hipster." Nope. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that nope. that is that's my <laughs> hat." <laughs> Wow. That's my hat. You know, I own one of those too, and I'm just, I can't pull it off. No, of course not. No one can. No, you you maybe could. I think you could. I don't know. I certainly cannot. I just. I certainly cannot. You do that. You wear a chain with your wallet. You wear, you know, an aggressive vest. That's You're a, making that's, a statement. That's a version of that outfit for sure. I know yes. the exact person that you're talking about they're probably a bartender yes that's probably a bartender an overly manicured beard yes yes stop it yeah sleeve of tattoos i don't like it move from brooklyn to nashville yes or austin austin's great so is nashville i'm just saying it's flooded with the brooklyn people with this hat with the chain with the wallet with the sleeve but as we know we ruin everything we ruin everything and so we can uh, right now i'm shooting a, a movie in beautiful gorgeous Asheville, North Carolina. Beautiful. But more specifically in Hendersonville, North Carolina, mm. which is like kind of what Asheville was before people like us discovered it. Mm-hmm. Now, Asheville's dope, but already you can feel like there's just like one too many coffee shops and a couple too many cool people. And and I feel like that's like Nashville and, and Austin tenfold. The Good Guys podcast is brought to you by First Leaf. Look, I I love this time of year and it's a time for renewal and parties and 4th of July, Memorial Day and Labor Day. I know you're excited. It's enough with the sweats and the leaves changing. It's time for us to go out and have a good time. And when I do that, I want to make sure that I have plenty of wine on hand to celebrate with. And that's why I choose First Leaf. Look, you guys know that I'm a sober king, but I also love to be able to watch my friends and family, my wife, enjoy a little glass of vino to just get a little bit, you know, loosened up and have a great time. And it's also this great present that you can bring, right? Like wine is so portable. You're not worried about it like leaking in your car because you made something and you you don't have the proper Tupperware and, and you have to like reheat it and whatnot. No, you got a great bottle of wine. You bring it to a party. People love it. But here's the thing. How do you know what's great? How do you know what's going to be the right thing? Well, to get started, First Leaf will have you answer some specific questions about your wine likes and dislikes. It only takes about five minutes to create your personalized wine profile. And then you'll have like a wine concierge who will use your responses to curate like a 
a custom, like super yummy, award-winning variety of wines from rosés to sparkling and, and everything in between, all based on your personal preferences. And they'll be delivered to your door within a few days with each bottle priced lower than what you'd pay at the wine store. You even get to choose when you want to receive your wine. And it's a hundred percent, right? So if you're not pleased, there's, you know, the first leaf, 100% satisfaction guarantee. So no intimidating wine stores, no intimidating wine aisles at the supermarket where you literally have a million choices and you have no idea where to start and it's cheaper. So what else do you need to know? You have experts picking them out for you based on your likes and dislikes. My wife, loves a monthly anything. And especially when it's wine that's high quality and affordable that she can enjoy with her sisters, with her family, and just taking the guesswork out, it's huge. Like I love reconnecting with friends and family over bottles of First Leaf wine. And, and I bet you'll feel that way too. So give First Leaf a try. Head over to tryfirstleaf.com slash good guys to sign up and save 50% on your first six hand curated bottles plus free shipping. That's dot com slash good guys. And that's important slash good guys to save 50% on your first six bottles plus free shipping. Try firstleaf.com slash good guys. As Americans, we do not give enough credit to the Southeast. Mm. The Southeast is fantastic. Really is. North Carolina, South Carolina, Florida, Georgia. What are we doing in New York? What are we doing in LA? Well, shut up. This studio <laughs> is so much better. This studio is markedly better. The Dear Media studio in Los Angeles, I'm talking to you, Dear Media, hurts my feelings. <laughs> I look at those videos and I literally think about the plastic surgery that needs to happen. It's not good lighting. It's not good for The only one who looked good there was Hillary Duff because she can't look bad. <laughs> well, we'll probably need to cut that out, but <laughs> no, we're leaving it in. Needless this is to my say, protest. This is a gorgeous studio in New York. Is that unreal? The weather here is absolute trash. Yes. It's middle of May. Warm up. Why is it so cold? And I call, I keep speak to my mom all the time, but mm. I, the last couple of days I've been calling her. I'm like, mom, you know, I have a headache. She's like, Ben, I think we've spoken about this. The barometric pressure. There's no sun. You're going to get a migraine. And she's right. Wow. No this sun. Woman. I need sun. Yes. I need sun. This I need the vitamin D. For it. But not like the vitamin D that you eat. I need the vitamin D from the sun. You're getting it for three months, Poppy. Let's be honest. I need it. It's going to come mid-June and it's going to leave mid-September. It's terrible. So, you don't have to go into hibernation. So we should move. We're not moving to Florida. Where are we going? If you like North Carolina, I'd think about North Carolina. Me too. Right? I love it. Okay, so let's think about North Carolina. I got to go first before I sign up. Never been? No. So here was the thing that I noticed, and this might lead me to my what are you nuts moment, which is I'm, I'm going around there. It's gorgeous. Rainforest vibes. Mm. It's beautiful. The Southern charm. People are so lovely. It's kind of a calmer way of life. And all those things were true. And then I was eating at this German restaurant because mm. I love German food. Oh. Be honest, being a Jew in there, <laughs> I thought I was going to get ambushed. <laughs> I was like. You know, every time I had a bite of my schnitzel. Wiener schnitzel? <laughs> yes. So Wiener good. schnitzel with a side of the chambers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> so true. And I'm sitting there and I'm enjoying my dinner for one. And the waitress comes over and goes, where are you from, baby? Like, you're not from around here. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm from Los Angeles. Mm. 
and my last name is Peck. It definitely didn't used to be Peckerman. And, <laughs> and I just, this older couple is sitting near me and I see the husband turn to his wife and go, Los Angeles. <laughs> and I go, really, sir? <laughs> really? So there's both sides uh, represented, but overall I'm very impressed with North Carolina. Wow, wow. Yeah. Beautiful. Hornets. Yeah, is it still the Hornets? Charlotte oh, Hornets. Right, because they moved. Yes, yes. Yes. Charlotte Hornets. Charlotte Hornets. Trying Panthers. To think what else is there? Panthers. Wow, tons of yeah. Tons of pro teams. They no baseball team. Oh. I don't think so. University of North Carolina. Great. Chapel Hill. Great. Duke. Yeah. Wow. Yes. Whoa, what a sports town. The Durham Rice Diet Center where my mom went when I was two years old and we wonder why I have food issues. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Wow. It was a rice diet where they would just give you a bowl of rice. I'm like, mom, you paid for this? That's, that was the diet? It was I like this. Fad diets. Yes. <laughs> Let's talk about fad diets. Great. Start with the rice diet. Was your mom on that or were you on that? <laughs> I was too. So? <laughs> <laughs> You can't uh, ever start dieting too young. You heard it here first. I um no, my mom, she was on this rice diet thing where it's like medically sort of overseen and I'm not I think you eat a bowl of rice a day. I love I love it cuz I just my parents have been on so many crash fad diets. The diets from like the 90s are hysterical yes they're hysterical but continue with the rice diet yeah well there was a rice diet my mom's been on been on all of them she's been on shout out barb she was on a medically supervised ucla milkshake diet which <laughs> was basically just protein powder and water yes and i love my my mom is like the greatest and i think that food for both of us has been sort of like a very terroristic part of our lives and i remember once she was seeing this nutritionist and she actually lost weight doing it but i could just see how obsessed she became with the food plan and sort of the rituals of it so her big thing was like i can have a bagel now i just scope it out <laughs> <laughs> i was like great or she was like i can go to new jersey mike's i just scope it out so good, Jersey Mike's. I prefer to call it its proper name, New, New Jersey, Jersey Mike's. <laughs> yeah. A sub above. A sub above. So that was her thing. And then she would eat like these sugar-free peppermint patties. Mm. And then she lost like, she lost too much weight and she got lightheaded one day and said, I, I can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out, Barb. What about you? What uh, bad diets did your parents do? There was a powder. I'm trying to remember the name. Yeah. It was... Uh, was oxy something not cotton but it, <laughs> but it, i'm out but it was something powdered like those smoothies that they did i think my dad lost 100 pounds oh so he had a good amount to lose oh yeah oh yeah. got it so yeah. he's a heavier he's a gorgeous, guy he's a gorgeous man gorgeous Bruce, shout gorgeous. out Bruce. he's now down probably about 40 but yeah he's been big That's he's been smaller he's been big he's bruce soffer yes so he had to deal with the initials bs yes and yet still he named you ben he did what is, what's that about? My mom's father, may he rest in peace, was named Ben. Oh, Hashem. Named me Ben. That said, BS was tough. Honestly, it's funny. The kids used to call me Ben Soccer. That that hurt me far more. Not <laughs> sure why that bothered me. <laughs> that sucks. Say, oh, ben Soccer. I'm like, <laughs> what if I was Pele? I think the problem was I wasn't. I would have been like, Avi, Moish, you yeah. got anything better in the chamber <laughs> no, than no, this Ben was, Soccer? This was pre, pre-Jews. Pre-Jews? Yeah, yeah, no, the Jews never called me Ben Soccer. This was when I went to public school. I don't know if we spoke about this. Public school, K through four. 
<laughs> I love it. Nice, right? You brought, you've blocked you've blocked it out. No, I remember it well. Ben Soccer. <laughs> ben they, were, Soccer. they were terribly mean to me. PS something? Yeah, six. PS six. Great school. PS forty guy. Great six. You were? Yeah. Wow. Wow. The public school system of New York. Yeah, I just love that like that's the best we could come up with. Totally. Just calling it public school forty. Totally. Weird, right? So lame. So lame. But yeah, so the the powder diet. Atkins was a big one in my house, which then turned right. into keto. They're the exact same thing. Exactly. Just same. one was a doctor and one is a community. Right. Like myself. A keto lifestyle. season. <laughs> it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle. But you're right, because Dr. Atkins, who sort of created the idea of like low to no carbs, get yourself into ketosis, like his books talked about it. You'd get the strips, you'd pee on the strips. And they vilified this poor man. And they were like, this is insane. Meanwhile, it's absolutely the best diet if you live in America. I've come mm. to realize this. I don't know if you've seen these videos. People claim gluten intolerance left and right yes. in the United States. Yes. And what they don't realize, what I've found, is that at least 50% of those people do not take my statistics. I completely made that up. But a lot of people yes. are allergic to the pesticides in our flour. Mm not the gluten itself. So when they go overseas, maybe they go to Italy, where the laws on what you put in your flour, the preservatives, I said pesticides, preservatives. Yes. Pesticides in flour would be, I guess you could also have it, but preservatives. It's everywhere. It's the same thing. They don't allow the same level of preservatives in their flour and people are able to digest it better. Preach on it, babe. So in this country. We cannot eat the same things because of what they put in it. So true. So Atkins, you just eat, eat the leg of a cow. Eat the leg of a cow. No problem. You're full. It's great. You feel great. Like you, we should all start our day. Black coffee till what? 2 p.m.? Is that what you do? I go. <clears throat> or oh, you reverse. I forgot. Yeah. You eat in the morning, but then you stop eating it too. Yeah. I'm done eating around three o'clock on a good day. I can't believe it. Oh my God. The freedom. Babe, the freedom. No, I, it's it's amazing. Listen. I, I do the reverse though. I really, I don't eat. I don't eat until about one o'clock every day. I get in bed around 11. I feel like I've been on the front lines. Yeah. <laughs> I think that I have just been through like a, a siege and I need to just get my rest that nice empty belly, no night terrors, except induced by my antidepressants, which you can't, you can't avoid those. You can't avoid it. It's worth it. Trust me, it's worth it. <laughs> I, um, yeah, I, I love it. And then I wake up and I go, it's time to reward myself with a half grape nuts, half honey nut Cheerios, maybe a milk alternative. I don't know, I'm nuts. You know what I've been doing lately is using a nice like protein shake, mm. like a pre-packaged protein mm -hmm. milk, type mm -hmm. thing with the, you know, the monk fruit sweetener, a little stevia in there. Like a pure protein. Exactly right. Like, that's why. Delicious. That's why we're co-hosts. Wait, you put that in your cereal? Yeah, babe. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Nuts. Whoa. It, let me tell you, you want to level up your cereal. Clip this. You want to level up your cereal. Put a little nice, I'm not talking about a real protein shake with chunks and shit. I'm talking about protein milk in your normal, like old person cereal. Whoa. You might as well be having Lucky Charms. Whoa. Yes. That's crazy. The macros are wow. through the roof. Wow. I did used to love putting that pure protein in my coffee instead of milk. Hmm. Nice like idea, that. right? Yeah, great idea. Yeah, yeah, nice idea. But I have, it's funny that you, so you, you stop eating at three. I 
When I don't eat until one, I find that my brain thinks far faster. It's better. Right? It's better. Yeah. It's a little bit better. But you need to, you need it for the lifestyle. Eat with the kids. Don't let the kids think that you're anorexic. You have a show to put on. Yes, mm. definitely. It's true. I'm, yes. And I like to eat with them and they like to eat with me. My son's constantly like, dad, try this. I'm like, you're a bit of a pusher, huh? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right? I'm trying to enter my fasting state. <laughs> Today's podcast is brought to you by Every Plate. Oh, you know I love Every Plate. You know it. That's why I talk about it so much. Because if you're like me, having something delivered in a box with food and recipes and having to cook it, it just seems, it's just new. And at first you're like, ah, maybe, I don't know. It not it, you know, less expensive to just go to the store? No, it isn't. Actually, having an Every Plate meal kit, America's best value meal kit, Brought to your house, delivered, it's 25% cheaper than grocery shopping with no hidden fees, just like a great value week after week. Or you're probably thinking like, yeah, but I like going to this. No, you don't. You actually don't because you have to deal with parking and you have to deal with the fact that they probably don't have all the things you need. You probably need like a sauce or a herb or something that they just don't have. But with every plate, it takes all the guesswork out, right? Look, I love every plate. Some of my favorite things that I've used with my wife are every plate's new selection of big batch faves, right? So it's like hearty meals, perfect for big gatherings. Or if you're just like a guy like me, you like to cook and have it for the next day. So my favorite was the beef bolognese. It's double the serving size. So I enjoy some, look, if I'm being good, I'll eat some, you know, the first day and then I save the other portion for day two. Sometimes I have one and a half. I'm going to be honest. It's just so dang good. But they have so many high quality ingredients. Every plate, you know, it takes back your time, right? And the meals can be ready in 30 minutes or less, including 15 minute or less dinners. They plan meals and deliver pre-portioned ingredients right to your door. So you can, you know, make meal times that fit your schedule, not the other way around. And, oh, and every plate, look, it, it can make meals to your liking. So you can swap proteins and sides. I know you got something specific you're probably on or doing right now. Well, no problem. You know, you want a beautiful, sustainably sourced piece of seafood. You want a meat, a chicken, they got you. You can add a protein if you're into that or, you know, whatever you want to do. It's great. Look, they've got 26 tasty and affordable recipes. Plus, you'll find delicious options all day long with up to 22 sides, snacks, desserts, and more. Oh, by the way, that's 26 tasty and affordable recipes per week, each week. Yeah, that's right. Get $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys149. Get started with EveryPlate for just $1.49 per meal by going to everyplate.com slash podcast and entering code goodguys149. That's up to a $110 value. Speaking of ketosis, eating a cow leg, I have my wedding nuts. Please. I have my wedding nuts. So I went to Great Steakhouse. I'll say it by name, Hawthorne's. Thought it was delicious. Mm. I think it was on the, somewhere in the 30s. It's a new, newer steakhouse, maybe 26th Park of Madison. I'm getting that wrong. Somewhere in that area, though. And waitress comes over to us and she says, boys, do we have a treat for you? We have one 42-ounce porterhouse still available. 
would you like me to put it aside? Now, the first thing is, am I going to break my kashrut or am I going to not break my kashrut? I decided it was worth it. 42 ounce porterhouse, breaking it. Hashem, I'm so sorry. Kosher or not kosher? Where does he go? I went not kosher. 42, and this is, and this is what I get. 42 ounce porterhouse, put it aside. Comes, brings it to the table. I will say it was 50% bone. Crazy. What are you, nuts? Right. The fact that they weigh the porterhouse with the bone and you have no understanding of how much that bone weighs before you put in that order yes. is criminal. And they're doing it all across America. Oh, here, take this 34-ounce porterhouse. What if it's 24 ounces of bone? Right. Then you're paying per ounce of meat? What are you, nuts? It's what a great are you, point. nuts? Right? Yeah. And then you can't just order the filet because if you order a 10-ounce filet, it's been sitting off the bone and it lost all its juice. Lost all its juice. I'm not a fan of these tomahawk, big bone steaks. You can't cook it right, ever. When it's that thick, you're not getting the proper cook on it. It's just it's just a flex. It's just a flex. It's, it's just a flex. Like so. the Salt Bay restaurant. You're just going there for a flex. I Have you been? I have not. And I have. I don't think they're doing well. Don't go. Oh, I won't. Don't go. I have to pay for college. No, don't <laughs> go. I'm not going to spend... $800 on a steak. I went with my dear friend, Pete Alonzo of the Mets, my brother-in-law. Wow. And we went in Miami after a Marlins Mets game. Holy shit. Insane. The most expensive restaurant I've ever been to in my life. The steaks are literally $600. That's insane. And they taste like nothing special. That doesn't sit well with me. And they tell you that they fly in the baklava from Turkey every 24 hours. Lies. There's no way. There's not even a 24 Every hour 24 hours you're flying in baklava Stop that it. was made that morning. You're lying. I want an audit of the Turkish customs board to see the baklava going to all of them. <laughs> all Nasserets. I've never seen you this passionate. I mean, I am so turned on right now. <laughs> Dude, I get my baklava from a Lebanese restaurant in North Hollywood made in North Hollywood. It's awesome. Yeah, that makes sense. Come on. That makes sense. This does not need to be shipped in. Make it at the source. So easy. So easy. You know, it's funny. And the one thing that I love about Salt Bay is that he's a squeak. He's a little man. Mm -hmm. Right. And I think like when you see him at the restaurant, you're like, wow, are, like, where am I? Are we shooting an episode of like Little People, Big World? No, it's just Salt Bay. <laughs> he's just a small guy. It's really cute. And I was thinking about height the other day. Cause these are the things I think about, you know. <laughs> Parents always talk about their kids when they like get to an age, usually like when they're just about done growing, late teens, early 20s, and they go, Jimmy, 6'3", sophomore at Vassar, mm. whatever, mm. you know, Donnie, 6'1", you know, freshman at SUNY Oneonta or whatever mm. it is, mm. right? Mm. You know, we don't <laughs> honor our short kings. No one ever goes, no. you know, Ricky, 5'5". Five, five. Accounting major. Like, shout out your short king kids too. For right? sure. They're good people. Diane, 411, you know, 
I don't know. She's an esthetician. Like we we need to like mention that, right? We we have first of all, I love the schools you mentioned. <laughs> <laughs> Vassar and Sunni Onianta. Been there, Stonianta, bro. Stony- for sure. <laughs> <laughs> we have a dear family friend that is coming with us this weekend to Nashville to the Taylor Swift concert. Mm. Her name is Dana, and she is probably four nine. Interesting. And Great. She is the best. Yeah, I bet. You no. gotta be at that height. It's just so fun. You can't be the worst. No, you can't. Yeah. Oh, no. You can't be the worst. No, You can't no. be the worst. Short people, fantastic. Best. When they're fantastic. Yes. But when they get that Napoleonic complex. Who was that bagel boss? Remember him? No. Remember the guy? Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. Because yes, yes, yes. he was a short king. Yes. And he got dealt with. Isn't it crazy that Napoleon is so famous yes. that today we... Assign a complex to short people named after Napoleon. Totally. And people are out here probably saying Napoleonic complex and they don't even know it's after Napoleon. They just use it, you know? Don't you think it's insane? I love when people talk about legacy mm. like they matter. Mm. Like like they're going to be remembered. Mm-hmm. Like even, and strike me down, there's no bigger fan of The Rock than you and me. He might be the only one. I don't think he's going to be. Like I honestly think... If you're not like, who do we know from the 1800s other than politicians, Napoleon and Mozart and ba- I mean, that was the 1700s, but you know, like, so you don't is, remember these so, people. So this is interesting. Do you not remember these people though? Because we didn't have social media and less people knew of those people. I just think with every new generation, things become less dope and unless you're innovating elon musk will be remembered right like i hope there's a handful of people per century yeah and i i think it's tough to make the cut i do think the rock at some point will run for president and win that would be interesting and i think he'll be remembered that said no shade kevin hart i'm sorry no and big ups to kevin hart all the Unbelievable. Respect. All the respect to be remembered on a century level. Yes. You're so right. It's impossible. It's impossible. Unless you're being written into the books. That's what it definitely is. You're President Obama. You're remembered. You're remembered. For sure. 100%. You're Galileo. Yeah. But like, if you didn't figure out gravity, if you're just like, you know, the lead on a HBO Max show, it might not happen for you. You won't be remembered. You know, if we you're remember, on... We remember none of Shakespeare's actors, do we? We just remember Shakespeare. So maybe oh. we'll remember an Andrew Lloyd Webber. Maybe not. Well, maybe, maybe Sondheim, maybe Lin-Manuel Miranda. Mm. I don't know. Mm. I just don't know. I just watched all those, the Curb episodes in season nine on, on a Delta flight where he's putting together Fatwa the musical with Lin-Manuel Miranda. Right. Gold. Gold. The thing about Lin-Manuel, who's an unabashed genius, and the work he's done is is beyond, like uh, crazy goat level. But there's just something about his cadence that reminds me of every musical theater nerd I've ever grown up with <laughs> where I cannot listen to his voice. Yeah. Like when he's interviewed, he'll just be like, well, I thought about that. And I was like, <laughs> I can't, babe, I can't, I can't with you. Like I'll see you at dance rehearsal. Were you ever in any productions? Like I, I was going to say Broadway, but even just like theater productions. I was in performance for 16 weeks, mm. dinner theater mm. in Boca Raton, Florida. Wow. The Music Man. 
Wow. I had one line. Wow. I was eight years old. Wow. And the clientele tended to be on the older side. So they would usually fall asleep around intermission. <laughs> and we'd have to wake them up mm. with the second act. Mm -hmm. And I had to carry a big sort of a tuba in it because it's about a traveling band. <laughs> and so, you know, I would make sure that Morty got a nice blast, you know. <laughs> you know? I mean, <laughs> Dude, it was in my head. You big tuba Morty. <laughs> Morty shits his pants. <laughs> totally. I'm acting over here, Mort. Wake up. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. No one likes a slow growing tree, which is why today's podcast is brought to you by fastgrowingtrees.com. My, my wife and I, we just moved into our first house and I'm an apartment boy. So I didn't understand like the subtleties of plants and shrubs and trees. And now I do. And I know how important it is for, oh, let's just say you want a little privacy, right? You want some privacy? Well, with fastgrowingtrees.com, you can get a privacy fence of seven foot trees that you'll never have to repair or replace for half the cost of installing a fence. How do you like that? Or have you ever heard the saying like, Good fences make good neighbors. How about some lush, strategically placed trees? Instead, boom, privacy. But hey, babe, what are you into like maybe being able to pop off a little fruit from the tree and use it in your, boom, Meyer lemons, right? You want Meyer lemons? You can get that at fastgrowingtrees.com. Maybe, I don't know, you're into evergreens. I don't know what you're into, but here's what I know for sure. That with fastgrowingtrees.com, they have plant experts that are going to curate thousands of easy to grow plants. That's important. Easy to grow plants, shrubs, tree varieties for your unique climate. Because we know some of you live in Florida, some of you are in Washington state, and you all deserve a fast growing tree. No more waiting in lines or, or you know, having to haul these. Oh my God. Listen, you want to talk about awful Try buying a plant and then hauling it. First of all, you don't have a car for that. You're going to have to rent a vehicle, right? And then you're spilling the dirt. It's awful. You don't want to do it. I know you don't. And the truth is with fastgrowingtrees.com, you order online, your plants arrive at your door in just a few days. My wife and I absolutely loved it. It made getting some beautiful strategically placed plants in places and trees that allowed us to have our privacy, which is important, and to do it in a really easy, non-stressful way. Because listen, you got enough stress in your life, your plants, your shrubs, your trees shouldn't be one of them. Join over 1.5 million happy, fast-growing trees customers. Go to fastgrowingtrees.com slash goodguys now to get 15% off your entire order. Get 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com slash goodguys. Remember, fastgrowingtrees.com, here's the important part, slash goodguys. Any thoughts on the Met Gala? No, because you declined it. <laughs> and By the, the fact that you declined it, I'll never get over. Benjamin. Just go. It's the ultimate. We went to, I think we spoke about this. We went to renovations to network, but you didn't go to the Met Gala. I won't hear you talk crap about renovations. <laughs> no, it was a fantastic show. Shout out Disney Plus. You turned down the Met Gala, but went for networking purposes to renovations. You were in town. <laughs> I'll never, I've never felt better about not going to the Met Gala, especially watching this wild ass affair. But you literally could have shown up 
just like with, I don't know, only wearing a jock strap, bedazzled, you know? <sighs> I'm so I'm I, happy you didn't go. But I don't want to see that. Was there any part of you like that? Like, I don't look at the Met Gala and go, other than the pomp and circumstance or like the elite status, like, wow, just the invite alone means you've like somehow joined the cool club. No, me watching Jared Leto in that gigantic cat suit, I'm like, I, I they were no, they ruined it. The Met Gala has been ruined. Absolutely. It's done. Yes, it's done. It okay. used to be, unless they institute a legitimate dress code, like it's cool when you show up and everybody looks like James Bond. Mm -hmm. And sure, maybe add a little flair. Maybe your tie is made of just diamonds. And then right. you can tell people that you're wearing literally a $10 million tie. Yes. Right? Something, but sticking within the black tie theme, this whole like, how can I be more insane than the next person of artistic expression? No. It's crazy. It's crazy. I don't like it. I'm not a fan. I'm not, I'm not a fan. Or you know what? Maybe I'm a fan for like the one person who can pull it off. Like, isn't that like Lil Nas's thing? Like his thing is being outrageous when he sings, when he's in music videos, all year round. Right. He's an outrageous person. That's part of his personality. Mm -hmm. You have on the Met Gala these people who do not live outrageous lives wearing outrageous outfits. Right? Yes. yes. That can't happen. Maybe they should give out like three like golden tickets. Here's your ticket to the Met Gala to dress outrageous. But yes. everybody else black tie. They should give out golden tickets to civilians and mix them amongst the cool kids. So they're like Giselle Bunchin and, you know, what's his name? Pablo from Mandalorian and Diane from CVS Pharmacy. She's a pharmacy tech, right? Would that be amazing? If they wouldn't all out. Oh. <laughs> they wouldn't allow it. God forbid. They need mixing, civilians. Mixing with the common folk. They'd never have it. That would be more, that'd be more fun. Oh yeah, for sure. Yes. For sure. And what would be even more fun, this is a good show idea. Did I call is Pablo they, the guy? It's Pedro, Pedro Pascal, right? I, I have no idea. I know, we're I, cutting that out. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it would be even more fun if they didn't tell anybody that there was the average CVS civilian there. Yes. And you watch all of these celebrities thinking, hmm, is that somebody that I need to know? And yes. getting all nervous. You know what I mean? Yeah, like who is she? Who is she? Mystery like, woman. Yeah, like who's that woman putting like deviled eggs in her purse? Yeah, exactly. That is so my mom. <laughs> Unbelievable. She sees a hunk of meat in her purse for tomorrow. You know, I'm working on this movie now and there's catering obviously for lunch and they'll have to-go containers and no matter what, I'm taking some for dinner. Yeah. For my three o'clock dinner. It's smart. It's smart. You have to, right? It's smart, yeah. And I got scratch. You should. You should. No, take the food. Take the food. Yes. You should. You have a one of your nuts? Well, my one of your nuts was technically that moment was the moment with the older couple bemoaning the fact that I was from Los Angeles oh, yes. at the restaurant. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. We did that already. But we you, did that already. You know the writers are on strike. I did here. Yes. So, and deservedly so, because we can't do anything without them and they're kind of getting a raw deal. And so all the late night talk shows have, have closed down. And Oh, really? Yeah, they can't They work. can't improv? Well, that's what they Leno- They must not be that talented. Leno did that. Yeah. To and his was it credit. Good? It was fine. It was as good as Leno is on his show. Like, yeah. He wrote his own monologue and he did it. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. And I, mean, I think he actually paid the employees. So this way he could like oh, keep everyone employed as oh, well. that's nice. And was able to pay the writers that might be wrong. What but, a stand-up guy. I mean, I'm not saying that 
we could host a late night show, but this is 100% improv all the time. We could. We could, right? Yeah. Right. People need it. So, oh. Oh, I slap myself way too hard. You're aggressive. Yeah, I, I like some, No, something's going on with me today. I know. Did you start TRT? Testosterone replacement? No, I just had a black coffee, no milk, and a shot of espresso. Welcome. Yeah. So I'm a little just... So I decided that because there's no late night right now, we stand with the writers, that I would write a couple <laughs> terrible <laughs> monologue jokes. <laughs> because I know people are missing it. Here we go. The Met Gala was last weekend, an event where famous people dress in ridiculous clothes, take pictures of themselves, not to be confused with Coachella, Stagecoach, Halloween, or the summer months. <laughs> Very good. Thanks, babe. Donald Trump and Joe Biden are running for president, but at 78 and 80, maybe it should be called walking with caution for president. Ooh. Right? Ooh, that's good. Hire me, guys, when, you know, you guys come to terms. That was a good weekend update one. That was good. Thanks. That was good. This is just random. I didn't want to have kids, but I needed a new phone background. Also good. <laughs> Thank you. Also good. Thank you. Also good. <laughs> James Corden is leaving late night, and by that I mean YouTube. Huh. Also good. It's the only place people watch. Yes, absolutely. Just takes a little explaining. And for my last <laughs> joke, the Fed recently increased interest rates, making it more difficult for millennials to buy a home, and even more difficult for Ben to get the fuck off his parents' family phone plan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, by the way, doesn't work. What? Verizon. It's time. <laughs> I get, I've had it with you. Do I it. get a freaking dropped call at least five times a day. I have Verizon. My father pays his hard-earned money for my phone. And I deserve good service. Yes. Five dropped calls a day since I got this new iPhone. Maybe it's not Verizon's fault. Maybe it's Apple. Whoever it is, figure it the fuck out. Yeah, I love that. I love seeing you fired up like this. I love this. I love fasted Ben. Fasted. That's what I've realized. Yeah, I think I'm telling you, I'm better. Yeah. I'm better when I don't eat. Welcome. Welcome to the club. It's great. It's I've great. heard it said that that intermittent fasting is just eating disorders kissing cousin. You Sounds know? great. Right? Yeah. Welcome. I, I mean, I, I guess I have an eating disorder. We don't talk about the eating disorder when it's just eating too much food and being fat. But that's that's, too, it's also an eating disorder. Oh, yeah. Right? We, we only talk about it when the person's very skinny. They're all eating disorders. Double standard. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know if you remember, but we did ask the people Ooh. to send in messages. Yes. And I think, and you might have to, you know, vamp a little bit, but I have some of said questions that were sent to our speak pipe, was it? We should, I should know this. I was going to say, I don't know how to check it. So I'm I, happy I, that you have it. I have it. It's our SpeakPipe account, which will be in the comment section. So feel free to send us a message, a question, something that you want us to read on the air, and we would be happy to do it. And you know what? Funny enough, I thought that our, I think it's either going to be our first or our second one was actually excellent. So let's listen. Now, here's my question. By us playing it, I think certain people are going to be like, well, maybe I don't want to be recognized by my voice. They might. It's true. We but might they, need to listen to it. I've listened. Oh. But they've kind of, let's listen and then we can make the call. Fine. <laughs> okay. Ready? This one is from, well, I'll let her say her name. Hey guys, my name is Jenna. I just got finished listening to your America's podcast episode. I just wanted to do this because I thought it'd be cool. 
I think you guys are both hilarious. And I mean, I've always loved you, Josh, since Drake and Josh. And I actually just read your book, Happy People Are Annoying. I think that's what it's called. I think right? This was the wrong one. Hold on. But <laughs> let's keep listening. Day on the beach while away in Florida on vacation. <laughs> well, for my Jenna. My fiance's bachelorette party. Great. And it was great. Get to the question, Jenna. About you. So, before this podcast, anyway, and I don't mean that in an offensive way. Got it! Got it! It's done! It's done! We're done, Jenna! This was a terrible idea, Marshall! My favorite is... My favorite is... Yeah, I have this really great one. I'm going to play it. Hi, Josh. I'm a huge fan of yours. Since Drake and Josh read your book, it's unbelievable. That was the wrong one. The wrong one. Here, here. Next one. Next one. We'll try it again next week. Josh and Ben. Okay, we'll try it again next week. We'll start the next episode with this next week. We'll try it again next week. Rate, subscribe, do all the things, review. I mean, if you don't rate this five stars, this is like the episode the dreams are made of. Yes. I apologize for my foot. I know that every time I went like this, my foot came in and probably came into your frame. That's dead. Still give it five stars. Rate, review, subscribe. Get it wherever you can get your podcast. Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon, all of the things. All the things. Watch it on YouTube. This gorgeous video quality. Watch it on YouTube. Yes. YouTube. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.